relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream to do. Ask not. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Greetings, dear friends. Welcome to America First. What were you doing at 1.30 a.m. this morning? I unusually, yes, I was actually asleep, which is not usually the case. Usually I'm awake in the wee hours. But for some reason, I fell asleep at about 12.30 last night. An hour later... Congress dropped a $1.7 trillion page omnibus, sorry, 4,000-page omnibus bill, uh, which gives lawmakers time until Friday to read those 4,000 pages. It would fund the government through September and would boost the total spending of the United States to $858, $858 billion. It's an outrage. Somebody in the Senate has an opinion. Let's listen to that lady's brave opinion. Let's hear the cut of Senator Blackburn. We want to get this spending under control and inflation under control. What we should do is have a CR, get into next year, We need to do three things. We need to freeze federal spending, federal hiring, and federal employee salaries so that we can begin to cap this and work it back down. We're going to spend over $6 trillion with a T, $6 trillion. We have not seen the omnibus bill. We are hearing that it is full of earmarks and special interest projects. That is something that I oppose. It includes, she's right, earmarks in terms of a billion dollars for Puerto Rico's electrical grid and $45 billion for economic aid for the Ukraine. Can it be stopped? Well, we are honored, delighted to open our show with none other than Tennessee's Senator Marsha Blackburn. Hi there. How are you? Well, I'm annoyed. I am probably as as annoyed as you are. Is this thing a done deal? Because I like your idea. Freeze government spending, freeze government hires, freeze government pay increases. Is is there a chance of any of that happening? Well, as you know, I've been pushing this idea forward since last spring. And not any of that is going to happen, but I'm going to continue to push this 
idea forward. Because if you're going to stop the increases in spending, what you have to do is freeze the spending, put a halt to it, say, okay, no more. That is what a continuing resolution would do for us right now. It would put us at the levels where we are, which are too high because they're the elevated levels from the COVID spending. But then you have to get back in there, and some of these things that were deemed mandatory spending during the pandemic, you have to begin to remove some of those components. And this is a deep-dive budget work. It's where Republicans need to stand together and say we're going to oppose continuing to pass these massive spending bills, and we're going to oppose these earmarks for local governments and communities. You know, it's one thing for a for elected representatives to weigh in on interstate highways and military bases that are in those districts and areas and states and things that have a tie to federal government. It's a completely different thing to be passing funding that goes to uh, special projects in local communities. Yeah, that's absolutely outrageous. Uh, We'll discuss a a breaking story about the plans that DHS has for your state. But before we move to Tennessee, Senator Blackburn, I have to ask you, yesterday Congress forwarded multiple criminal referrals to the DOJ for the 45th president of the United States that if they went through and he were convicted would lead to 40 years in prison for President Trump. Uh, Your reaction to the January 6th committee's decision yesterday to send those referrals to Biden's DOJ? And what we know is that this committee from the start has been a political partisan committee, and they had said they were going to come up with some referrals, and uh, they took their action yesterday. But this is a partisan political exercise on their part. Do you have an expectation that this DOJ will actually do that to a former president of the United States? I would hope that the DOJ would realize that this committee that was put together was put together for political purposes and that they would not move forward. You know, many times people forget that Congress cannot indict anybody. They can't try anybody. They can't convict anybody. So this committee felt like the For them, the outcome they wanted was to be able to make these referrals. Uh, We have the the news yesterday of the Supreme Court staying the suspension of Title 42. Uh, We'll see what the final decision is. The White House is about to give its response to that decision from the Supreme Court. However, we have the breaking news that ICE plans to release illegal immigrants into your state of Tennessee. Uh, Your reaction, can anything be done about it? We are trying to figure out exactly what is happening. We have a letter going into ICE to try to get a, to figure out exactly what they're doing. What we hear is that this is going to be uh, buses, uh, 50 uh, adult immigrants per bus coming into Tennessee. And that is what we know at this point. Um, The governor, the attorney general, Senator Haggerty and I are working on this, trying to figure out exactly what it is doing. But, you know, the thing to keep in mind is that it is not up to the people of Tennessee to clean up the mess the Biden administration has made with this open border policy. And what they're trying to do is to keep from having these communities on the border, which have declared states of emergency in their towns and cities and communities. And then they're going to bust that problem all around the country and look to states and cities around the country and say, okay, your problem now, how about it? And it is not our job to do that. 
Uh, lastly, I must ask you the uh, revelations coming from Twitter. The seventh drop was yesterday of collusion between the FBI and Palo Alto. Three million dollars sent to Twitter to pay for them to help the FBI censor conservatives. Will there be any ramifications for the information revealed in the next Congress and the next Senate? We would hope that there will be. I mean, what we have to realize is that these are individuals that uh, took it upon themselves to collude and to coordinate and collaborate with uh, campaign committees, the DNC, the FBI, DOJ, different federal agencies, and private businesses. And, you know, if it was happening with Twitter, if DOJ was having weekly meetings with Twitter, they were having weekly meetings with other entities. And when you look at the way that Google would preference and prioritize information. When you look at how YouTube would position different videos, when you look at Instagram, when you look at all of these platforms, Facebook, uh, and what we know about Twitter now, you see, you begin to see a picture of what they were doing to carry out their wishes and to disadvantage not only President Trump, but other Republican candidates and to preference Joe Biden and other Democratic candidates. Yeah, there's no way you can have a free and fair election if information of that ilk is controlled by the government agencies such as the FBI. Uh, wishing you and your constituents and your family a very Merry Christmas. Follow this lady at Marsha Blackburn. Her book is The Mind of a Conservative Woman Seeking the Best for Family and Country. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Stay with us here on the Salem News Channel. Hearts glisten and children listen to hear. And we want to thank our friends at Epoch TV for sponsoring the show. Epoch TV is a censorship free video platform with original news programs like Crossroads, The Larry Elder Show, Facts Matter, American Thought Leaders, and documentaries investigating critical issues that are not covered anywhere else. Why do I trust the Epoch Times? They're unbiased. They report important news that other media ignore. They focus on clear, fact-based journalism without spin or hidden agendas. They are truthful. They report just the facts and trust their discerning viewers. That's all of you beautiful people. To arrive at your own conclusions, and they're resilient. Despite the attacks from many sides, defamation from other media, thugs burning their printing presses and assaulting their journalists. The Epoch Times continue to dedicate themselves to reporting the truth. If you're looking for an unbiased, truthful and resilient news source, check them out today. We have a special offer for our listeners. Just sign up and start watching. No credit card required. No strings attached. If you decide to subscribe within 14 days, it's just $1 for two months. So go to watch Epoch dot com slash gorka to subscribe that's watch e-p-o-c-h dot com slash g-o-r-k-a watch unbiased truthful news in epoch tv on any device special offer for our listeners just sign up and start watching no credit card required no strings attached if you decide to subscribe within 14 days it's just one dollar for two months so go to watch epoch.com slash gorka and subscribe I know Sebastian well. Listen to him. He's with us. I like that combination. The uh, endorsement from President Trump for the show and then the music from the iconic TV show, the British show, The Avengers. That's how you put your show host in a good mood. Uh, Welcome back, dear friends. Hour two of America First. A third hour will be a one-on-one with Cash Patel. Uh, We will be discussing the latest revelations coming from Twitter. You saw that it turned out yesterday that the DOJ was spying on Devin Nunes' staff in Congress, including Cash Patel. Don't miss a moment of our show uh, if you wish uh, to subscribe on Spotify to guarantee you never miss a nanosecond. 
second. Go today, plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. It's absolutely free. Re- leave a five-star review and then share the links with your friends. It's that time of the week. Uh, perfect, perfect timing, given what's happened yesterday in Congress, to talk to, I, don't, I can't put him in a box. There is no taxonomy that is adequate to this man. Uh, we will w- ask him to wear one of his hats for the next few minutes, and that is presidential historian, Lord Conrad Black. Welcome back to America First. Thank you, Sebastian, and thank you for your kind greeting, kind introduction. So uh, you've written s- numerous works on, on the chief executive, uh, on President Nixon, uh, on Donald Trump, on, on FDR. Uh, yesterday, the House forwarded multiple criminal indictment referrals to the Department of Justice, which, if uh, President Trump were found guilty, would lead to a 40-year prison sentence. Uh, a man who was a presidential historian had this to say about recent events. This is Michael Beschloss on MSNBC. Cut nine. Play cut. You know, who was Jefferson Davis? He wasn't president of anything. Confederacy wasn't a country, but he waged an insurrection for four years, and he was put in jail for two years, and he was finally never tried because the... Uh, equivalent of the Justice Department in those days, the Attorney General of the United States, wasn't sure he would get a conviction, was thought it would look too political. So what happened when Jefferson Davis was let out? Just like Donald Trump and just like Richard Nixon, although Nixon did, I think, not one-tenth of the uh, bad things that Donald Trump did. Nixon didn't do one-tenth of the bad things Donald Trump did, and Donald Trump is far more like Jefferson Davis. Uh, Beschloss actually used to be a presidential historian, correct, Conrad? Yes, uh, and I thought his first books were very good, but he has gradually degenerated, and he he is now just a a babbling fool. And what he says on these matters, as, as the recording you just played for us, indicates and shows is simply bunk. It's just bunk. I mean, what on earth he imagines the parallel between Donald Trump and Jefferson Davis, who led an insurrection in which three-quarters of a million people died because he insisted on the retention of slavery. Where he draws a parallel like that, I really don't know. But uh, but, uh, even in that one, as you know, President Lincoln and then President Andrew Johnson, neither of them had the slightest interest in in trying Jefferson Davis. They just wanted to put the war behind them and, uh, in Mr. Lincoln's famous phrase, bind up the nation's wounds. As for Mr. Nixon, uh, 50 years after Watergate, there's still no probative evidence that he himself committed any offenses. So in this, as in many other matters, I don't know what Beschloss is talking about, and neither does he. But as for President Trump, this this uh, uh, reporting out from the uh, January 6th Kangaroo Committee yesterday, is, it was inevitable. We knew the day it was set up, what it would do. The, there, there was no other side to it. It was all fanatical Trump haters. The, the, the witnesses who appeared and supposedly spoke spontaneously had their evidence on, on teleprompters and just read from that. The whole thing was, uh, was an outrage on a scale that, uh, that, that well, well it wouldn't have engaged in the same barbarity as a matter of uh, uh, jurisprudential conduct. It was no better than Hitler's favorite judge, raving Roland Freisler. It was just a, a mockery. And there is no evidence whatsoever, as the FBI director, uh, Christopher Wray, has confirmed, connecting President Trump to any of the hooliganism or vandalism or trespass at the Capitol on January 6th of last year. This is just bunk. It's a disgrace. Just a reminder of how deranged these people can become who, who fall uh, to Trump derangement syndrome. This, this was Beschloss uh, just about uh, two months ago prior to the midterm elections actually um, outdoing himself. This is cut 10, play cut. And a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. 
Local access cable channel. That's MSNBC talking about children being murdered if the Republicans win the election. Uh, it's hard to even even comment on that. But let's look at what happened yesterday, uh, Lord Black. We have multiple uh, referrals for criminal indictments, including uh, aiding and abetting an insurrection uh, and also obstructing an official proceeding. Uh, what is your expectation coming out of uh, the DOJ under Merrick Garland? My, my prediction is that they will try one of the Lesser, lesser charges because they just, like Beschloss, seem to have lost all connection with reality. Uh, I'll tell you, first of all, Garland will do what he's told. Uh, <laughs> the conduct of the Justice Department in, in important matters involving public office holders, present and past, uh, has nothing to do with the laws. Even Andy McCarthy has acknowledged it's a straight political call, and the Department of Justice is just an arm of the Dirty Tricks Division of the Democratic National Committee. Garland is, is, is simply an operative who will sign indictments, if told to do so by the White House. And um, uh, and looking back on it, the greatest service Mitch McConnell has performed for the United States in his long period as head of the Republicans in the U.S. Senate it is not to allow Garland's nomination to the Supreme Court to come to a vote. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think what is going to happen is, because it, it appears, and I, I personally regret this, but it appears that President Trump's standing as a candidate for renomination is slightly being diluted and starting to fade. If the Democrats pursue him anyway and indict him, they will commit the classic error of fighting this war by last war's standards and targets. And the fact is, while a great many people have been whipped up by the wall-to-wall Trump-hating media to dislike the former president, at least as many people dislike the chaos inflicted on the country by the persecutors of the former president. And, and if they indict Trump, I think it is going to be a disaster. And meaning, meaning it will make the President Trump stronger. Well, I, I, in either sense, it'll either make him stronger, or if he isn't the nominee, it'll be a distracting sideshow uh, that, that, that will show that the Democrats have simply gone down the rabbit hole of their obsession with Trump, e- even though, you know, what's at stake if Trump is not the candidate? If Trump isn't the candidate, it'll be a, a pro-Trump candidate. It'll be a, a candidate espousing Trump's policies. And, and, and the Democrats will simply be transported uh, into obsolescence and retirement and discredit and, and, uh, and, and departure from office in every respect, uh, chasing to the end their d- demonic uh, pathological hatred of Trump, who, whatever they do, uh, and contrary to what Beschloss thinks, 50 years from now and long before that, will be seen as an outstanding president. But they will not show temperance when it comes to these indictments. Do you agree that they will at least try something in, in the next few months? I, I think I think the likelihood is that they will. The only, I mean, I'm not the best qualified person to judge what goes on in the febrile minds of, <laughs> of these Trump haters, but... Uh, um, and there are few people who are in less sympathy with them than I am. But uh, I think the only circumstances in which they would finally leave it alone would be if they were satisfied that Trump was was not going to be the Republican uh-huh. nominee. Uh, in that case, they might just let it go. But they might just be fanatical and stupid enough to go after him anyway. I think – I think that is probably right. Uh, Fanaticism, arrogance, uh, and stupidity. We're talking to the co-host of the podcast, Scholars and Sense. Follow him on Twitter at Conrad M. Black, author of Donald J. Trump, A President Like No Other, and also FDR, a champion of democracy, and uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon, A Life Lived in Full. I'm Sebastian Gorka. More with Lord Black in a moment. If you enjoy our discussions, don't forget to subscribe to America First. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian America first. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And don't forget, if you're looking for some last-minute stocking stuffers, we have our Yuletide deal at SebGorkaStore.com. The America First Tervis Tumblr mug and choice of America First hat. $15 off. SebGorkaStore.com. That's SebGorkaStore.com.
MyPillow is excited to announce the original. My slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made our slippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And now they have added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes My Slippers different is the exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save 90 dollars off with your promo code Gorka. That's only $49.98 a pair. You're absolutely going to love my slippers and now they are also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. Go now to MyPillow.com, promo code Gorka, or call 800-829-8468. That is code G-O-R-K-A to save $90. Only pay $49.98. Quantities won't last. Order now, MyPillow.com. You're listening to America First with Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Donald J. Trump. You are amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Already in just over two weeks, you've raised over half a million dollars for our Angel Tree campaign to get Christmas presents to more than to the more than one and a half million children in this nation who have a mother or father incarcerated this Christmas. Uh, thank you to everyone who's already donated. It's just $25 per present per child. They get a note from their uh, imprisoned mother or father and a children's gospel. If you haven't done so already, if you'd like like to do something truly, truly blessed this Christmas, make a donation for any amount, but $125 is five children who will feel a little bit more loved this Christmas. Thanks to you. Go to sebgorka.com and click on the Angel Tree banner at the top or phone in your tax-deductible donation by dialing 888-206-2794. That's 888-206-2794. Angel Tree uh, is the tab at the top of sebgorka.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are back with Lord Conrad Black. Uh, Lord Black, so many things are being divulged out of Twitter headquarters in just the last a couple of weeks. However, yesterday we have this blockbuster revelation. Five years ago, uh, Google was subpoenaed uh, uh, surreptitiously by the FBI to hand over, and I'm reading directly, uh, from uh, an article at justinnews.com. This is the exclusive from John Solomon. Subpoenas deba- demanded a broad swath of records from Google, including all customer and sub- subscriber account information, addresses, mailing addresses, local and long-distance telephone connection records, and even means and sources of payment for such service, such as credit card or bank account numbers. Who are the people they subpoenaed? Staff members. Serving staff members of the House Intelligence Committee working for Devin Nunes, including Cash Patel, who will uh, be with us in the third hour. Um, Am I uh, disconnected from reality or or would all other things being equal in a normal country, just that one disclosure alone be cause for a massive enduring scandal? You you are not out of touch at all. It it is... uh it is uh, crowding the flagpole with, with, with red flags of warning. I mean, it's like the, a day at the beach when the sharks are only 10 feet from the shore and all the flags go up. I mean, uh, it, it's a, a maximum danger signal that the rights of people on a scale that means the rights of all are being challenged. Uh, and the entire institutional structure of the country is endangered. I mean, it is an absolute outrage. It's conceivable that such a step could be justified in the midst of a war or something like that. But but uh, for the times in which that occurred and for the purposes for which such a step was taken, uh, that that is an is an absolute assault upon any sense of security one could justifiably have in the integrity of the electoral system. And for those who, who missed one of the buried leads in the story, this information wasn't released willingly or even by court order. 
Google, shockingly, has an internal protocol whereby they inform their customers five years after a subpoena has been uh, surreptitiously uh, obtained by the government and just tells them, oh, by the way, five years ago, we gave your information to the FBI and the DOJ. Doesn't this make a mockery of of, uh, checks and balances and division of power in the American system? A complete mockery, and, and such a such a practice is simply an insult. I mean, notice five years later is 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 absolutely absurd. There's no uh, precedent to be found for that in any respectable system of protection of, of people's rights of privacy. I mean, as you know, telephone intercepts are acceptable under certain circumstances, but you have to give notice of it on a timely basis. Yeah. You can't sit around for five years. And then the when it comes to Twitter, the, the latest revelation that the FBI actually paid Twitter more than $3 million for email. You're doing their dirty work to censor conservatives. Again, that by itself should be a national scandal, should it not? It should, and it is. And uh, I have been one of those who up to now has accepted the, the view that Jack Dorsey probably couldn't be charged with lying to Congress, although he was under oath on this issue, because you might not know that for certain what the right answer to the questions about are you censoring and so that you know those questions that were put to him. Um, but this, I think, we're getting into an area here where he could not possibly have been unaware of it. Right. And to have answered as he did seems to me like a straight case of laying under oath. Now, look, I'm not, I have no particular uh, bone to pick with Jack Dorsey. But, uh, again, it's a pretty shocking business when someone goes to the Congress, takes the oath, and, and says certain things that are then proved to be completely false. Is there any way to posit reasonably that a nation has free and fair elections when the the leading information platforms are being uh, covertly censored by law enforcement? I, I would I wouldn't put it quite as strongly as your question implied, but I think it is a clearly a a, a grave. Um, impairment of the credibility of the process uh, i mean it, it is a uh, it, it's an absolutely outrageous intervention by a, a, an agency of government sworn to impartiality uh in a way bound to be prejudicial of, uh, to, to the results I, I mean it's it's something that the entire population should be pitchfork in hand about i don't mean up in arms because i'm not you know i'm not calling i mean nowadays you're apt to be you know accused of calling for insurrection if you suggest picking up a letter opener but i mean the way the way the justice department is conducting itself but um uh, but no i mean the answer to your question is that the, the, this obviously is an assault upon the integrity of the electoral system and and i I'm mystified and very disconcerted that that isn't apparently the view of everybody in the country above the age of six with an IQ and at least double figures. We only have a few seconds left. Do you have any confidence that the GOP will do something about this after January? Yeah, I think they will try to. Uh, I think they will try to, and I I, I think they'll do their best. But all indications are that they'll be stonewalled by most of the media and the Democrats, the leadership in the Senate and others will, and the administration will simply pour cold water on it and say it's just a smear job and an overreaction. And the, the Trump Republicans merely trying to cover their tracks, given that their leader is, you know, clearly a, 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 a so far unconvicted, but only temporarily unconvicted criminal. And, and uh, uh, you know, I haven't seen anything yet that, that gives me any optimism that the, the great silent majority of decent, sensible, law-abiding Americans are getting anywhere near as concerned and outraged at all of this as they should be. Well, that is why our conversations will have to continue into the new year. I am wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas. We've been talking to our regular guest, one of your favorites, Lord Conrad Black. Follow him at Conrad M. Black on Twitter and ConradMBlack.com, author of Donald J. Trump, a president like no other. This is America First. 
podcast. Stay on this channel. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. On the side of the U.S. Constitution, America first. It's a fun time of the year, not just with the reunion of family and the celebration of our salvation, but also, uh, you know, you've got to watch some fun movies. Uh, last night, it was the Santa Claus for my family. Our daughter chose it. She loved the Santa Claus. What else are we going to have to watch? We're going to have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. We've already discussed Die Hard, that quintessential Christmas movie. Uh, one thing I can recommend for you that is new and exclusively with us at SalemNow.com, it's a true story about what they did to us under COVID and what a brave pastor, singer-songwriter Sean Foyt did when California tried to shut down the churches and even ban parishioners from singing. Huh? During Sunday worship, they started the Let Us Worship movement, the movie about their proud resistance is called super spreader because that's what they were accused of doing see this heartwarming film and get inspired for when they try to do it again that's salemnow.com for all the great movies like 2000 mules and the latest is super spreader that's the film super spreader at our website salemnow.com portions of america first are brought to you in part by salem now and super spreader all right so uh, target of opportunity had a lovely dinner with our good friend the galactic grand master andrew claven this weekend and i met somebody who i instantly thought yeah i like the cut of this woman's jib she knows of what she speaks she's from that hardship post it is the postgraduate naval school in monterey bay we have with us dr professor brenda schaefer welcome Thank you, Sebastian. Is it hard to work in Monterey? Is that a hard to post? <laughs> One of the most beautiful places in the, in the United States. And precisely because this is a beautiful country, we need to preserve this country. And what we're currently doing with renewable energy, we're telling our kids and that this is the green future. But actually, with the incredible landmass that most of today's current renewable energy uses, we're, we're discovering that renewable isn't green. It's not right, the so, same. So this is exactly why I want you on the show, because you're a truth teller when it comes to energy. The, the war on fossil fuels, which isn't my opinion. Let's listen to the man who sadly has the position of chief executive during the debate on CNN. This is what Joe Biden had to say about the heart blood of America. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Just to clarify, would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. Let's start with the basics. So we, nobody wants to pollute the environment, but... Can you switch off like a, a light switch, uh, Western civilization's use of fossil fuels? Well, what happens then? Right. So I think something that unites Republicans and Democrats is actually opposition to pollution. Everyone wants clean air, clean water, uh, clean land. We want open spaces. What's open spaces? That's, that's nature, right? 
And, and fossil, actually, fossil fuels, for instance, natural gas, does a great job at providing electricity and, not, and producing very little uh, pollution. And we were, you know, the U.S. is the uh, largest producer of, in the world of natural gas. This was, gro you know, just growing and growing. Um, and, and suddenly, you know, now there's, there's this complete sort of war on natural gas. I get it why there's a war on coal. Again, I think we all agree that air pollution is a bad thing. But natural gas is such a liberation for many countries where they can have abundant, cheap, and, and truly clean, clean. energy. Oh, oh, and what about nuclear? Right. So I think something that tells you, I mean, nuclear, the problem with nuclear is actually the price. People think it's proliferation. But actually, as it got safer, it got more expensive. So I think we're still going to confront that, especially in the developing world. But, but that's, that's to put it in place. But once it's in place, in terms of comparing it to energy generation from windmills, it's very, very reliable by comparison, is it not? Right. I mean, clearly, if you really, if you, if you really were concerned about carbon emissions, you would, you would, you would embrace nuclear. It's hard to imagine why, uh, you know, why, why, why you wouldn't. And the reality is we hear this, these phrases all the time, the energy transition, we're in an energy transition. Still, 75% of U.S. energy is fossil fuels. 84% globally is fossil fuels. This is the reality. And today's renewables are the biggest, the biggest source of renewable is hydropower. Which, have you ever seen a hydropower plant? Have you ever been in a in, in park somewhere? Huge concrete uh, uh, structure that you know, just disrupts all the birds, fish. This, it's far from green. And, this, and, the, and the other sources, wind and solar, also huge land consumption. And altogether, still, this generation of renewable energy will never deliver the goods. They're dependent also on a, on, a, on, a, on a stable basis of either nuclear, coal, or natural gas. So today's renewables really don't replace fossil fuels. They maybe go hand-in-hand hand with fossil fuels. It's an addendum. It's an addition. It's not something that can replace. We're going to continue right. the discussion on the reality of what truly is green when it comes to energy with our special in-studio guest, Professor Brenda Schaefer of the Naval Postgraduate School at Monterey. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious fetid rank malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans across the country, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Brenda from Massachusetts. This is Brenda's story. I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, Relief Factor. Just those few words, my hip pain is gone, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Debron, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. Call right now, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Mr. Grinch, you really are a he. Diabolical. You're as cuddly as a cactus. That's another movie we have to watch, The Grinch. Perfect timing, by the way, thanks to the team at Midas Gold Group. They sent us an early Christmas gift, very Grinchian. Uh, it's a box labeled Jabby the Elf, and inside it, can you guess who Jabby the Elf is? Oh, yeah, you got it. It is that little fascist Fauci. I don't know if it's made in China, but the head's made out of China. And that is Jabby the Elf with a letter from Midas Gold from James, Kenneth, and Gabor uh, with the explanation of why they sent this to us. And my certificate of achievement uh, awarded to the unvaccinated for surviving the greatest psychological fear campaign in human history. Thank you guys for that very thoughtful present. I'm not sure Jabby the Elf Fauci is going to go on our Christmas tree though, but uh, we appreciate your thoughtfulness. Uh, also, you guys have given me the answer. Our latest poll at Seb Gorka 
Com. We have the results. What should the GOP investigate first in January? We gave you the options. The Hunter uh, Biden and Hunter criminal uh, cartel or big tech or COVID-19 and, uh, you know, Fauci the elf. 64% of you said they need to investigate Hunter Biden. 23% big tech. 13. Only 13 of you wanted them to investigate COVID. Our new poll is up. Tell us what you think. Uh, if you go to sebgorka.com, one very simple question. Will Biden's DOJ actually charge President Trump with insurrection? Yes or no? Will the DOJ charge President Trump? Yes or no? Go to sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. We are back with our, our in-studio guest, Professor Dr. Brenda Schaffer. Uh, she is the author. She's into geopolitics, not just energy. The author of the book, Iran is more than Persia. You can follow her on Twitter at Prof B Schaffer. That's S-H-A-F-F-E-R, Prof B Schaffer. Um, can I ask you just an obvious question? When we talk about the environment, it's, it's one thing to try and change our behaviors as a nation. But when there are countries like Russia, India, and China that pollute magnitudes more than we do, and we give them money compensatory guilt complex thing and they still continue to pollute Where, where's the geopolitical logic in any of that i, I can't see it professor right, right so first thing you know and i recently released national security strategy there's no section on energy security and in the handful of places that energy appears it usually appears in the combination of clean energy renewable energy but really only barely some mentions, even as we said before, with, you know, over 75% of our energy being fossil fuels. So, so we use it, but we don't have a strategy about it. And in terms of geopolitical implications of our policies, most of them really benefit China on, on so many levels. So one, as you said, the climate policies, um, the war on fossil fuels, China isn't a part of it. Even by their open agreements, they can continue to increase their emissions. They're building coal-fired plants. Uh, recently agreed in, the, in a, a recent climate meeting to actually pay China in a compensation fund, even though they're a very rich country. So U.S. funds will be going to compensate them for the, for the, for the past growth of the U.S. and, and, and of Europe. Um, moving from a system, a fossil fuel-based system, where America is king or queen, um, and, and uh, we, we are you know, leading producers of almost every fossil fuel to a system based on electricity where, where China is the king. And of course, all the relevant uh, minerals. Um, and even in the issue of finance, you know, when the, the United States and Europe have decided, and, and all public international institutions, not to give any finance for fossil fuels. So if you're in Tanzania and you want to develop your, nat your offshore natural gas, you can't ask the World Bank, you can't ask the United States. Of course, you're going to ask China China and with all the, all the strings that are attached. So it's really, it's a huge geopolitical problem that, you know, that we're creating of our, of our own. And, and not only does it create problems for us, if you have this doctrinaire attitude to fossil fuels and to petroleum products, and you say that applies to everybody, don't you condemn developing nations such as those in Africa? If you say, oh, plastics are evil, well, then most of the water jugs, for example, that are used in rural Africa to actually provide hydration for rural populations suddenly become evil. So isn't it the opposite of environmental justice? Yeah, I mean, I think on so many levels that one on the issue of, you know, not, not really allowing people to, to rise up out of poverty because without plastics, without fossil fuels, it's very hard to have that advancement. But again, even the nature, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Tanzania. I, I visit there frequently. And you see, you know, the, one of the highest concentration of primates in the world and migrating animals and then suddenly stopped by a huge industrial solar farm. You know, solar farms don't look like these little little red roofs with a couple little little mirrors on top. Uh, an industrial solar farm really can 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 really disrupt animal patterns, uh, migrating tribes. Where a nice, elegant offshore gas gas pipeline would would have a much lower environmental impact. So we really need to start rethinking. Renewable is one thing; green is another. They're they're not the same thing. 
Now, when we were in the Trump administration, we managed to create you know, energy independence and actually export energy more than we needed. That changed you know, January the 20th at, at 1 p.m. when Biden came into the White House and destroyed it all, including the XL Keystone Pipeline. Is there anybody you're impressed with when you look around the world? I just got back from uh, Israel. I saw the natural gas uh, Leviathan uh, installation there offshore. What countries kind of get it when it comes to geopolitics and energy? Energy. Who, who's, who's doing it right, Professor? Uh, that's a great question. I think um, Turkey and Israel are good examples if you compare you know, countries that are in the, the periphery of Europe where they understood that energy, you still need energy security policies and can't just let, you, know, you have to treat energy security like national security and not just let the market bring it in and bring it out. So I think, I think Turkey and Israel are, are sort of well-supplied, diversified you know, uh, systems, and I think, I think that's good. Um, over the years, relatively, Switzerland's had you know, better energy policies than most of its pure uh, you know, EU, EU neighbors. Um, but I think what's really interesting, what's happening in Europe right now, that in response to the energy crisis, which it created itself, is actually renationalizing yes. its utilities, its energy systems. I mean, that just went, was thrown away so fast, and it won't, it won't solve the problems. Uh, we saw some very interesting uh, events occur in the UK recently. The total reversal when it came to fracking is a, a sharp wake-up call connected to the war in Ukraine. Far too brief a discussion. We'll have to have the good professor back to discuss Iran, given its geopolitical significance. The book is Iran More Than Persia, and you can follow her on Twitter at Prof B. Schaffer. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works Pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans across the country, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Yvonne from California. This is Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You know it makes sense. You deserve to know. What have you got to lose? Nothing but the pain. Call today, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.